Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Thursday, the what are we, uh, 21st of May. And in the news this morning, we will be talking about the coronavirus uh, infections in the EPL, trying to make peace um, over in rugby, um, and Christchurch getting itself some new um, headlights, uh, or head, um, uh, floodlights. Uh, and look, we have Stephen back. He's in his car. And because uh, we seem to be having some connection issues, I'm going to go straight to Stephen while we still got him for... The um, rugby league update, Stephen. Oh, good morning, good morning, Paul. Um, I'll, I'll probably get in the birthday soon, but I'll tell you what, we'll come back to the uh, uh, birthdays. Just the one real main story this uh, morning, and that is just in and around the uh, in New South Wales Integrity Unit in uh, rugby league. Now, New South Wales police have raided homes and properties in Sydney as part of an ongoing investigation into an alleged betting sting at the NRL's 2019 Daily M Awards. Police have confirmed in a statement that documents, electronic devices and computers were seized during raids yesterday. Officers attached to organised crime squads, casino and investigation unit executed search warrants as part of an ongoing investigation into reported betting activity activity surrounding an award for the NRL competition. Investigators seized documents, electronic devices, computers, and police are looking at a number of persons of interest. The raids come after New South Wales Police established strike force Mirabaya to investigate complaints from bookmakers last year surrounding irregular betting <clears throat> activity before Melbourne Storm coach Craig Bellamy was controversially given the Coach of the Year award at the League Nights at the Horton Pavilion in September. It was reported in uh, in March. Police believe that one punter won about twenty thousand with a number of corporate bookmakers as part of a late flurry of betting activity 
on Bellamy to win the award ahead of Canberra Raiders coach Ricky Stewart and Manly mentor Des Hasler. Bellamy was listed as a $7 chance with some betting agencies. It was reported in March the veteran coach was crunched to $1.80 favouritism with some betting agencies on the back of the late plunge. The NRL Integrity Unit is reported to have passed on information surrounding the betting sting late last year, helping to prompt the police investigation. Bellamy was given the award on the back of the Storm's minor premiership win where the club finished six points clear of the top of the table. However, the Storm had already been eliminated from the NRL final series when he was presented with the award in the NRL's grand final week. Storm superstar was also superstar Cameron Smith was also awarded the captain of the year. I, I mean, this, I don't think it's overly suspicious because they actually had won the won the prelims and quite convincingly so uh, you know if there was a late spurge of uh, of money on Bellamy yeah I don't know maybe I think they're looking at the wrong um, around the wrong channels mind you this is rugby league thank you Stephen for that update um, and we'll move over to our football news uh, and yesterday we mentioned that six players had tested positive in the EPL, um, three from Watford uh, and also the assistant manager from uh, Burnley. It now turns out that Adrian Mara-Appi-Appa was the defender who has tested positive. Now, he says he has stayed home and been homeschooling um, the whole time. Uh, and so he's very surprised that he has been, uh, that, that, that he has caught the virus. He said, apart from exercising odd walks with the kids, um, he's mainly been home and especially just keeping fit. The He also says that he absolutely feels absolutely fine as well. So it's quite scary that you can have the, uh, that he could have caught the virus when he's not really been out and about, and also that he feels fine as well. So he's in self-isolation. Um, and as we said, there were six te- positive tests from there. And his captain, whose uh, who's child has breathing difficulties, has said he's not going back to training for the safety of his family. And you can see why. Um, that brings you up to date with the football news. It's a bit quiet today on the football front. And we'll go back to Stephen for our birthdays. <clears throat> Thank you, Paul. We could have a new show here. Um, morning briefs on the road. Could be a good name for a show. Could be a good name for a show. Well, and birthdays today. One of the uh, best to have ever laced the boots in the all-black number 12 jersey. A New Zealand swimming medley specialist and a New Zealand Women's sprinting legend, and uh, that's where we start this morning. Wendy Lee Brown, MBE Nee Urquhart, was born uh, this day, the 21st of May 1950. She is a, uh, a former sprinter. She represented her country at the 1974 and 1978 Commonwealth Games and was the New Zealand record holder over 100 and 200 metres between 1974 and 1985. Brown, who turns 70 today, won six New Zealand sprinting titles between 1971 and 1981. Next, Carl O'Donnell, born this day, the 21st of May, 1987, and Rotorua is a New Zealand swimmer. He competed in the uh, 4 by 100 metre medley relay at the 2012 Summer Olympics. Carl is 33 today. And finally, Ma Allen Nonu. Born this day, the 21st of May, 1982. 
is a professional rugby union player from New Zealand who currently plays for San Diego Legion in Major League Rugby. He plays in the inside centre but can also cover outside centre and wing. He was a key member of the 2011 and 2015 Rugby World Cup winning teams, becoming one of only 20 dual rugby union inter internationals to have won the World Cup. He made his provincial debut for Wellington in 2002, NPC, and debuted for the Hurricanes in the 2003 Super 12. He played for New Zealand Sevens in 2004 on the back of some outstanding Super 12 form. Nonu turns 38 today, made his test debut for the All Blacks on the 14th of June 2003 and went on to make 103 appearance in the famed black jersey, calling time in perfect style going out as a Rugby World Cup winner in 2015. Guys, I've got to ask you, where does Manonu sit in the scheme of things? Is he is he right up there as one of our greatest second fives, maybe top three at least? Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. And he, to, to me, at that 2015 Rugby World Cup, he was more important than Conrad Smith um, as uh, by, uh, by that stage. So I think he had more, his, yeah, I think he played longer, uh, even though the guys were the same age. He was having it. So, so, yeah, to me, he, he's definitely up there as, as, and, as and, probably the best. Well, I think one thing that uh, highlights also, though, Paul, is the fact is it's combinations, isn't it? The, the fact that the combination he formed with Conrad Smith, when we go back in time, it's the centre pairings that are successful. I mean, like, one of the greatest centre pairings would be Horan and Little for Australia. And the fact that they, the way that they, the players combine with each other, that makes each other even better than they are. And, guys, I've got, I've got to apologise. Um, I get my. Yeah, apologise. Um, I get my stats from Born Glorious, and it had Wendy Brown as having her birthday today. But I've actually just looked on uh, on uh, Wikipedia, and I find that her birthday is actually on the 21st of November. So this is an early birthday for Wendy Brown, the uh, New Zealand sprinter. There is a Wendy Brown who's having a birthday today, but it's not the Wendy Brown that I was talking about on today's birthdays this morning. So I do apologise. So fortunately, I did, did sort of pick that up. Didn't get an opportunity to proofread. And I do apologise. So, hey, this is my first show on the road. I'll get it down pad and a little bit better next time. So I will see you all <laughs> tomorrow, guys. Have a great day, uh, Paul and Ashwin, and especially our uh, our viewers out there, especially Hugh, who, I, who is on the ball this morning. See you, guys. See you, see you soon. Thank you very much for your update. And let's move on to rugby news then. Uh, and the standoff between the, player, the Reds players and the Reds uh, still... Uh, is going on. Apparently, this is may not be all about money. Uh, the there are suggestions that the relationship between Isaac Rodder and Brad Thorne has fallen down, uh, and this might be a move, a, a way for him to get out of his contract or maybe move teams. Scott Johnson is going to step. Says he has plans to step in uh, and have a chat with the two to try and sort out um, the issues, and hopefully, the other two players will also. Um, be brought round to play. But Isaac Rodder, being a Wallaby, is clearly somebody that um, Australia do not want to lose from their domestic game. Moving over to the Mitre 10 Cup, and uh, you might have seen um, some rumours coming out yesterday from NZ uh, News, um, News Talk and also um, the Herald uh, about some Mitre 10 Cup teams potentially not making it up um, into, or some promises not making it into the league. Now, uh, if you've been following the Long Talk series, you'll see that we've talked with the CEOs from 
um, Northland, uh, Bay of Plenty, Tasman, head coach from Northland, uh, Hawks Bay, Southland, um, as well as Rennie Ranger recently from Northland as well. Um, and uh, so when I saw this news, I thought I'd reach out to um, one of the CEOs. Uh, and uh, he said that uh, um, he, he'd be willing to have a chat with us today. Now, there wasn't a public email, um, but he did say in that that they are still planning on um, being part of the Mitre 10 Cup uh, with the other 13 sides. So, um, yeah, I, I'd have to wait and see on that one. Personally, I think there might, yeah, that, that, that uh, there isn't much news going around uh, or maybe someone is trying to add some public pressure to the negotiations that are still going on between the Players Association and Rugby New Zealand um, on there. Uh, I would be surprised if the provinces, if, if all 14 provinces weren't taking part um, come the Mitre 10 Cup. Um, but so that you know, the teams that were, were or the provinces that were Mentioned in that were Northland, North Harbour, Taranaki, and Southland. Um, but yes, uh, so uh, I'd be very surprised if um, if this one turns out to be um, totally true. And going to move on now to um, uh, to cricket news from Ashwin. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Paul. It's all about balls today in the cricket news. Earlier this week, the ICC Cricket Committee said no artificial substances or saliva was to be used on the balls. But with constant evolving picture under COVID-19, Cricket Australia is looking at disinfecting the balls, maybe with Lysol. Um, other sports are adopting the practice, which has led to Cricket Australia to evaluate it. Trial or testing hasn't commenced as they are unaware of the and so they are unaware of the impact that it will have on the cricket ball. With cricket likely to start in other regions before down here south in Australia and New Zealand, Cricket Australia will keep a close eye on developments globally to see what practices people are using. Probably looking at using a bit of Dettol to try that out. Now, I heard Paul mention uh, earlier in the show is that locally, the Christchurch City Council has agreed to loan Canterbury Cricket Trust a million dollars to pay for six light towers at Hagley Park. The lights will be uh, will allow the hosting of the Women's ODI World Cup matches. Christchurch was awarded eight matches, including the final for the tournament. The deal was dependent on installation of the lights for that, that need to be up to broadcast standards. The Council Finance and Performance Committee Chair, Andrew Turner, says that the installation of the lights at Hagley will add $5 million to the local economy, and that includes adding 15,000 visitor nights. The global spectacle would also be predicted to reach 180 million people advertising the region to the world. Now, it's all well and good. We'll have lights at Hagley Oval. It's just a question of when that ODI Women's World Tournament will actually go ahead, obviously, due to the aforementioned COVID-19. And speaking of COVID-19 more, it looks like the bowlers will be back into their work before anybody else in terms of the cricket teams. England and Sri Lanka are coming out overnight with training schedules that will commence very shortly. England will start individual training programs from, from tomorrow or Thursday their time. And Mickey Arthur will be starting the Sri Lankan bowlers uh, first. And they will be starting on June the 1st 
Now, that's subject to the Sri Lankan government giving approval for sports in the country to actually go ahead. And finally, in county cricket, survival issues are, are becoming a bit of a concern. There are possibilities that members might start asking for their subs back. If that happens, then county cricket will be at peril. The focus has been primarily on other formats, and that has taken the, the uh, highlight away from county championships, where a man and his dog turn up to the ground with their packed lunch. So there's not a lot of turnover from gate receipts or from selling any food at the ground. But that sounds like it's a great issue to talk to Adrian Dale about, who will be on Swinging from the Hips tonight. So join Rohit Taran and myself right here on Radio, New, Radio New Zealand Sport Radio at 8pm as I, as I talk to Adrian Dale about everything happening in English cricket. And this is the place to join us for all your cricket discussion. I'll finally get it out there, Paul. Yeah, you got there in the end. Um, yeah. as, as an ex-member of Surrey County Cricket Club and a regular at the Oval, um, back with in the... your dog and your packed lunch. With my, well, with my dog and my packed lunch. With... <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't do the packed lunch because being a member meant that you got to go into the pavilion, obviously, uh, and there was a very nice restaurant in there that would be open for the two tables of people that actually turned up. Um, but it was very nice to sit up there uh, in the restaurant, big, big windows looking out over the game. Um, so, yes, I do agree with you that very, very few people do turn up and that memberships are very important for county crickets. Uh, uh, um, count, yeah, counties, I was going to say teams, but yes, but it's the whole county. Moving on then into other news and uh, Colombian cyclist Jolison Pantano has been banned for four years for an out-of-competition um, doping test that detected EPO. The 31-year-old um, retired last June, after um, uh, two months after his provisional suspension had been, uh, for, for the test, um, had come into, in, in, into force. Um, at 31, you can see why he probably decided that actually it was uh, time to retire. The chance of getting another team was pretty low. Uh, he did win a Tour de France stage back in 2016. That was the peak of his career. Um, and uh, he basically has initial, he has protested his innocence, um, but has said he has lost the will to fight the case. And so he's banned now until April 2023. And you've got to say that that effectively is the end of his cycling career. There. Um, Moving on into the NBL, and uh, later today I will be um, interviewing the NBL um, general manager uh, or the C uh, CEO um, for the long talk. It will probably come out next week. Um, but uh, the Wellington, who are the most successful team in the Wellington Saints, most successful team in the NBL, um, have said that uh, the reason that they decided not to take part in this year's tournament was because of the uh, player safety or player, player welfare um, issues uh, in the short run-up to the season um, for contact there. Um, the When you think that seven teams have come back and said, yes, they want to take part and we'll see which players enter themselves for the draft, um, you can understand uh, that uh, there's different views from different people as to uh, as, as the player welfare side of things and how important it is to play this league. Um, players will not be doing it, well, I mean, they will get paid, um, but it's not big money. Uh, the, the the bigger piece for them, will for, for a lot of the players, will be the opportunity to 
show their wares and perhaps get climb up into a larger league. Um, but as I say, I'll talk to Justin Nelson about all of that later um, today. Uh, and uh, also, I'll be talking to Hugh um, Bynon, uh, who comes from the I think it's last minute podcast. They've done a very good podcast talking about how the draft will work. Um, so go over and check that out. I'll just make sure I get the correct name of the exact name of the podcast. Um, limited minutes. So check out the limited minutes podcast if you want to know how the NBL um, draft is going to work. You are now up to speed with all the important news starting your day the best way. Don't forget to join us at 8pm tonight for Swinging from the Hip with that special guest talking about English cricket. Also at lunchtime, or oh, 2pm, um, uh, broadcasting my chat with Jason Schumach, uh, the ex-Highlander, um, ex-Exeter Chiefs player uh, and current um, academy director or, or, or academy development manager over at Hawks Bay. Um, so look out for that one at 2pm. Uh, also, in other ones that are coming up in that, we have got um, the CEO of the Northern Mystics. Um, we've got Sam O'D, the Beach, Inter- Beach Volleyball International, um, and also Warren Brosnian, the um, Springbok as well. So some really good interviews coming up in the long talk. Thank you for joining us and have a great day. 